0: You are now tuned in to RNR Raw and Real with Shaz. I'm your host, Shasmin I want to thank you for tuning in and listening in to my podcast. If you are new here, make sure you hit that follow button so that you do not miss an episode drop, which is every Wednesday. If you would like to keep updates on topics that I may discuss, head on over to Instagram to RNR with Shaz C H A S. And hit that follow button so that you can stay updated on whatever questions I may ask and want your input on. And now that I have your attention, let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of R and R Raw and Real with Shaz. I'm your host, and today we're diving into depression. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Oh, oh, depression! We just love depression, don't we? But <laughs> we're gonna be exploring and talking about some of those feelings of that we have of like loneliness, inadequacy, failure, but most importantly, discovering the way out of depression, like some things that we should do, like I'm definitely gonna give us some tips. um, you know, obviously, you should definitely. See a professional, too, if that's the case for you. Um, Don't take all my words into, like, it's not Bible. It's not Bible. So I'm just going to give some tips and some suggestions that I've tried, other friends of mine have tried, other people have tried, that have worked, you know, for coming out of depression and getting back into healing and working on yourself. So we all know that depression can be relentless like a constant constant storm over and over it goes and then it comes it goes and then it comes um it's almost like a hurricane when it happens like we just get a, a bunch of emotions that leave us feeling isolated convincing us that we're not enough telling us that we're a failure and just making us feel like we ain't shit at the end of the day and make you feel like you ain't shit. Um, and see that's when we start sleeping on ourselves. That's when we go back into that slumber and then we start becoming these crazy people. Get your shit together. <laughs> but depression is just relentless, man. And let me tell you something. You are not alone and you are absolutely enough. Don't let those evil thoughts tell you who you are and what you are and like, just tell you who you like. No, 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 no. We're not even going to worry about that. We're going to kick them Them thoughts to the side. Matter of fact, to the abyss. Throw them in the abyss. Because depression creeps in when you feel like you're doing real good sometimes. And it's always that fear of like, okay, I might be good at this, but this person over here doing better than me that person over there is is killing it, and they man, they just started and they booming now. And it's like you feel like, dang, I'm doing it too, but ain't nothing taking off for me. So then that doubt starts to kick in. So, some of the symptoms that depression seems to show itself, okay? Because the de- depression, you know what? We're gonna call this little gremlin, okay? It's a gremlin. Depression is like a little gremlin. My therapist used to say this too. He used to call like certain issues like gremlins. So depression is like this little gremlin that just sits right here, like right here on your shoulder, right? And they just sit right there. And it shows up though, completely different for everybody. Um, Depression can show up when you start to lack in your, Um, in your daily life in a sense where like you're not really taking it serious okay prime example a lot of depression shows up in somebody and like you know when a person is going through something in depression by their house it's junky you know (laughs) it's junky dishes piled or whatever the case may be or it may not be the whole house it may be just one room and it's probably more than likely their room their room is just chaotic mess because that's literally how their mind is right now. And they don't want to leave their room. They just want to stay in their room for those who don't have jobs. you know, That's how y'all, it shows up, right? <clears throat> but then you have depression that still shows up for people and they're functional. They're able to do their day to day and they're able to deal with, you know, regular things and show up for work and, you know, still be good at work or still be good as you know, whatever, if they're a parent, like whatever that may be, but they're still functional. But deep down inside, like on the inside, they're screaming and losing it because they really want to cry. They really want to scream. They really want to just lash out. It's so much, or they really just want to go into hiding, but can't because if they don't do it, nobody's going to do it. And if nobody does it, it doesn't get done. So depression shows up like that, or you start feeling sad and hopeless and powerless You change in your social behavior. Like you stop going out. You start to withdraw from people. Completely freaking isolate. You ever dealt with somebody. (laughs) Who. When they going through something. Or when they depressed. They completely just cut everybody off. Just cut everybody off. Just disappear. (sighs) They depressed. (laughs) Just give them their space. Respect their space. And just understand that it's not. You okay? I had to say that because I'm speaking to myself, but I was speaking to you too. Um, and then uh, another, <laughs> like I guess, symptom or look at depression is you have trouble concentrating or paying attention. um Difficulty, like for some people who are younger, you know, some are, some of my younger viewers who may be in college or whatever, you you have difficulty like comprehending what you're supposed to be doing. Like you always forgetful. You seem to forget like what you're supposed to be doing in a sense. It's like you walk into some place and you'd be like, why am I even here? It's because your mind was in a whole nother place. And now you don't even remember. And now you're like, man, why am I here? Now you got to sit and try to figure it out. Try to go through the compartments in your mind behind the depression that's shoving itself in your face. And remember what you're supposed to be doing. So like that's how depression just shows up. It's not always pretty it's ugly. It's really ugly. I, I really, I don't like talking about depression so much because I experience it, but I know, I know there's other people who experience it too. And it's like, I get so sick and tired of depression when depression comes. So I be doing so good. I be in a good space in my head. I be in a good space in my life. Things are going cool. And it's just, it just finds a way to creep back on in. And I feel like this last time, it just it didn't creep in. It just came in like a rushing wave. And I'm like, dang, man, like, <laughs> I was just doing so good. Can I get a break? Man, it just feels like I'm drowning. It's like, I, I thought I was over these feelings. I thought I was over this stuff. Why, why is it still coming back? I thought I healed this part. And then like when it comes back, it's something completely different. It's the same thing, but it's the same thing, but it's worded different. It's a whole different story because now I'm in a new space in my life and it's like, you feel so depressed, but then there's so many people around you too that love and care about you. And at this point, you're not even thinking about them. You feel so lonely When you're surrounded by love, that is a crazy feeling to me. Like I'm surrounded by people who care about me, people who love me, people who think I'm awesome, people who motivate me, people who hold me accountable, people who push me. I have some of the most amazing people around me and that I met all these people through networking, blah, blah, blah. Or for somebody else, it could be I have these people around me who I got to pick and pull in my life. And they love me. They care about me. But I still feel lonely. I still feel lonely in all of this, constantly feeling like I wasn't enough, no matter what I achieved. It's like, oh, yeah, I just passed this little test or whatever that I took for my class and I passed it and got my certificate. And like I tell my say I tell my sister or something, my sister is about to go hoorah for me and be like, bro, why aren't you celebrating yourself? because I feel like I just didn't do enough. I feel like I could have got a better grade. And my sister would be like, bruh, are you serious? Are you, (laughs) like, are you really serious right now? Dude, you just accomplished something. You shouldn't even feel like that. But when I'm depressed, that's how I feel. And I'm pretty sure that's how you feel. Like, that's how you feel. It was as if, like, I wore a mask of success while feeling like an utter failure on the inside. (laughs) But... I'm not defined by my depression. I'm not defined by what it makes me feel like. Like, I know who I am. You know who you are. You know who who you're made by, who you're created by. And you're worthy of everything that you thought you deserved. You're worthy of it. And depression will make you feel like you're not. Depression will make you feel like, oh, you just got lucky this time. It's not gonna always happen. Bruh, depression. (laughs) Yeah, I said it. Fuck depression, okay? I had to say it real low, though. (laughs) Kids be watching my stuff, but I have, whatever. Shoot. So now that we didn't discuss depression in a sense, Now that we just, you know, we talked about it, what it looks like, that little gremlin, you know, that just keeps popping in and out of our lives. We need to find ways to not make depression last so long because it's the length of time of depression that is probably the worst thing about it. Because sometimes you never know how long it's going to last. Depression can last six months. Depression could last a year. It can it can have you stuck for a week. So we have to come up with ways to help us manage and pull ourselves out of it quickly. See the signs when we see ourselves starting to slip. Catch those signs and be like, okay, all right, hold on. Hold on now. Bag it up. You got a wristband? Back uh-uh. back it up, back it up, back it up. <laughs> back it up, back it up. We we need to see these signs. Um, but in order to do that, we have to, because you won't necessarily learn how to read the signs until you start paying attention. When you become self-aware, all those things that I've been talking about before, becoming self-aware of what's going on around you, what's being, you know, how you're being dealt with, all the t- different type of stuff. You have to be aware when you're in depression and you sit in there and you're like, how am I going to get out of this? When you start to not feel the pity for yourself, you stop throwing yourself a pity party and you're like, OK, I got to come up out of this. I'm better this when you start to see your worth a little bit. And, and, and a lot of the times when you're in depression, it's, it's hard to. See the light, it's hard to see the joy is hard to see your worth. And the only way that you start to do that is. Honestly, I I don't, I don't know what a lot of people do, but um, (laughs) when I'm depressed, the only thing that gets me out of it is one journaling. Two, Um, old pictures of myself. I look at old pictures of myself in that time space. Um, music, music plays a huge, huge part in depression. What you listen to while you're going through depression will determine how long your depression is going to last. What you listen to, if you listen to music, what you listen to while you're in depression will determine how long your depression is going to last because we are influenced by music heavily. We're not about to act like we're not influenced because we completely are. But the type of music you listen to in that space can really change the trajectory of your depression and how you're going to pull yourself up out of it. For me, I listen to, like I said, I listen to music. I journal. I look at old pictures of myself when I was happy. Um. And I legit cry out to God, for real, for real. I really do. Um, Like real, real hard, real bad. Like seriously, like boohooing just to God, asking him to help me come up out of this, um, praying, constantly praying, because if you, you know, if you're constantly praying that we're always taught if you haven't, but a lot of us are taught, um, pray without ceasing. And that doesn't mean like on your hands and knees, constantly praying, like, oh, I'm going to just stay on my hands and knees. No, you can have prayer with God sitting in, sitting at work. You can have prayer with God driving home from work, driving to work, on your way to the gym, in the gym. You can pray anytime. You don't have to have your eyes closed. It's it's what's in your heart. Is have you tuned everything out. Obviously, you're still functional, but in your heart, you're talking to God. He hears you through your heart. So in depression, I, I pray. And I pray, regular prayers like not them church lady prayers not that I pray to God like he my best friend I talk to him like he is my best friend legit and I ask him to like look work with me just work with me give me a minute give me a minute I know I know I said I was gone do this. And I know I said I was going to trust you. I know I said I was going to have faith and leave all of this stuff to you. I wouldn't be falling into the depression as easy as I've been falling into it if I just leaned on you a little bit more. And see, now I'm telling y'all some of my prayers to God, but maybe you need to hear this because maybe this is what you need to be saying. Because so many people want to say, oh, I don't know how to pray. I don't know how to talk to God. Yes, you do. You know how you pick up the phone and you call call your friend? Yeah, let me tell you about It's the same exact way. It's literally the same exact way. Obviously, we just don't see him. But if you look in the mirror, (laughs) why are you talking to a guy? You really talking to him for real, for real. It's really like talking to yourself. You we do that all the time. You talk to yourself all the time. Don't even pretend like you don't. Don't don't do that. Don't even do that because you definitely do. I know you do, especially in your car, especially in your car. So, yeah, yep. we talk to ourselves. It's the same way. We talk to God the same way. Hey, look, bro, listen, let me tell you, God, like, why do people at work testing me? <laughs> like, talk to him like that. Do you know how authentic that is? Like, you're not trying too hard. Heavenly Father, Lord God, we thank you. You ain't even got to do all that. You don't even have to do all that. You can hit them with the, what's the one prayer? The one girl who sang that song is really, a, I think it's really a prayer. I think it's really a prayer, but, um, The Yet Song. God, don't give up on me yet. Mm -hmm. I know I'm not your best, but I'm trying So don't give up on me yet. a reason, and if I it, see it, but I want to believe it, so don't give up on me, yeah. This is not a paid promotion. <laughs> this is just, when you're in a dark space and you're trying to come out of it because you know you got stuff to do, there's a life that you want for yourself. You need songs like that. That's a prayer. And and in the midst of doing all of that, when I mean, you're crying out to God, you're journaling, or however you you may be a person that needs to do yoga while you're depressed, or you may need you may be the person that can only listen to sermons or listen to you know podcasts that are uplifting or something. Find something that brings you back to reality. That you are worthy, you are loved, you are powerful, you are amazing, you are strong, you are aspiring, you are charismatic, you're outgoing, you're beautiful, you're handsome, you're incredible, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. If that's what you need around you at that time, these are the things that you should try to do for yourself. Pray. Ask God to intercede in all of this depression, pull you up out of it, remind you who you are. Meditate in your heart. It's my, I ain't gonna say it's my favorite, but <clears throat> this is a really, really amazing verse. And every time I hear it, it just sticks out to me. This The ending part sticks out to me or it's like the middle. It's Psalms 1914. It says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. The part that sticks out the most to me in this verse is, may the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you. And whatever you meditate in your heart, that really, really gets to God for real, for real. The things that you really want, the purest things, the truest things, the things that bring you joy, the things that bring you peace. When you start to dwell in those spaces in your heart and in your mind and that's what you meditate on, that's the life that you want to be. Like that's those are the characteristics that you want to have and you meditate on that. God accepts that. Those good things that we sit on. He accepts that bruh. like. But every time I hear that verse, that part right there, just be like, wow. Because it takes a lot for a person to meditate. It takes a lot for you to meditate and ponder on something. But you can do it. Anybody can do it. Really. It's anybody can do it. But you can do it. And you should. Um, so we are coming to the end of this episode. And I'm going to end it with a quote. Like I always do. That I find on the internet. Beyonce's internet. All right. So this quote is um, the hardest thing about depression is that it is addictive. It begins to feel uncomfortable not to be depressed. You feel guilty for feeling happy by Pete Wentz. Um, I'm going to give you all my little intake on this here. The reason why I chose it and chose it to keep it at the end necessarily is because depression is addictive. (laughs) Being depressed is, it's attention seeking at some point for some people. It's like you, you know, you show the world that you're depressed and you get attention, what you want it. Um, but for this quote, it's depression is addictive, but the more you spend on healing and working on yourself, the more you spend time on loving yourself, the further out that depression time comes because you start to love yourself more. You start to not feel guilty for being happy. You start to um, embrace you, embrace the good things that come to you like, not everything has to be bad. Not everything has to be wrong. When you start to feel those things because you love yourself and you don't, you know, hold who you are to yourself, you'll really, you know, shine. <laughs> you don't dim your light for nobody. You're walking in your purpose. When you're doing all those things, depression can't really get you because you don't feel that guilt, those, those haunting feelings. you starting to kill those haunting feelings. So, you know, don't let depression stay addictive to you. Like you need to stop being addicted to it. Let it go and start embracing happiness, start embracing love, start embracing yourself, start embracing life around you. That is amazing. So that's that's all I have for you today on this episode of depression. Don't worry, we'll probably circle back (laughs) with a discussion about that little gremlin. But as of right now, I bid you good day, and you guys. Thank you so much for following. Um, thank you so much so much for sharing. Thank you so much for um, leaving me comments, sending me DMs. I really appreciate it. It does not go unnoticed. Thank you so much, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. I want to thank you again for tuning in to my podcast, R&R Raw and Real with Shaz. Make sure you share this podcast with all of your friends and don't forget to leave me a review. It's greatly appreciated. See you in the next episode.